Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with hosts Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. Um, training camp, well, camp basically is, or you could say close to off season is very soon. And also, uh, I want to say, Kyle, shout out to the Suns, making it to the finals and winning game one. I know you're very excited. One went down, three to go. So how you feeling? Uh, I'm I'm doing good, you know. Uh, feeling, you know, kind of optimistic about uh, about our chances, you know, winning the, the the chip this year. So, yeah. Now, hopefully, just you know, this will carry over. You know, maybe it'll rub off on, you know, the Jets a little bit. Maybe get them, you know, to the promised land. But you know, right now, I'm um, I'm happy with, with where you know, saying my my sons are at right now. Yeah, I know you are. I'm about to say Chris Paul is playing, playing like he wants it. He's, he's, then this might be the only chance he might actually win the championship. So, you know, I just feel that, yeah, he just got to do what he do best. So, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out, shout out to your team, Kyle. Trust me, I don't think nobody expected them to go to the championship. And I don't think nobody expected, well, some people expected the Bucks to go, but. Yeah, but uh, I think I think the Suns gonna do the damn thing. So yeah, shout out to the Suns. Um, let's let's get into it. Um, we don't got much Jets news. We basically have. So we're gonna do our preview. Uh, basically our preview is gonna be our prediction. So our prediction is from ESPN, the depth chart, and I'm gonna say the starters, the second team, and the third. And we're gonna see if we agree. And if we don't agree, we'll say if they're going to be in this team or they're going to be in the practice squad and whatnot. So let's get started. Um, the, the starters, quarterback Zach Wilson, running back Tevin Coleman, wide receiver Corey Davis, um, second wide receiver Denzel Mims, third wide receiver Jameson Crowder, tight end Chris Herden, left tackle Becton, left guard Tucker, center Montgomery, Right guard, uh, Van Roten. Right tackle, Morgan Moses. Yeah, for, um, for the most part, I, said, I, I don't see any real chains ups from that lineup. Um, I just know from, uh, from camp, um, I'm actually believing that uh, they're going to um, have um, Mims on a second unit, you know, from what I was hearing. And I think uh, Cole mm. will be start of the um, part of the starting unit. Um, mm. As far as like the running back, I'll I'll be it'll be interesting to see because you know another thing out of you know the camp was that the OTAs. I mean, uh, is that um, you know Michael Carter was you know really doing his thing. So you know it wouldn't be a surprise if you know he ends up in a starting role based on you know the production that uh, he was. You know, putting forth in um, the OTAs. Um, as far as the tight ends, I said, hopefully, maybe uh, Chris Herndon uh, comes out of a uh, tight end. You, you know, uh, a new, a newer version of his rookie self. You know, and and would be ready to um, put up some uh, big numbers this year. Uh, but like, I I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, I said in a previous episode, if Croft actually gets the spot only because of uh, the type of tight end he is, you know, this guy, he's more of, 
uh, blocking, you know, situational uh, type of a uh, tight end. Whereas Herndon to me is more of, you know, a uh, seam running, uh, pass catching uh, tight end. So based on the, the, the guys that we have a wide receiver, I said Croft might be a, a better fit for the, the starting unit, but you know, that remains to be seen. And as far as the O-line, like I'm pretty set on the O-line, except for, you know, I'm not a big fan of um, Van Roten, uh, but I guess it's, it's yet to see, um, be seen uh, what we are going to be getting from some of the other prospects, you know, to play uh, right guard in, in terms of um, possibly, you know, Alex Lewis or Cameron Clark coming in and, you know, hopefully, um, you know, performing, you know, outperforming Van Rotten to, you know, to get that starting spot. <laughs> right. Um I, I think I think the, the starters are are set. Uh the tight end, I think, you know, like you said, Croft, I I, I actually have him as a starter just because of the, the run blocking. Um, I can see hurting coming out when, you know, like play actions, third downs, maybe second downs here and there. But when 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 we talk about the guy that's going to start, I could see Croft doing that. Um, I think I think I think that's it. I I don't have nothing set in stone. Um, I'm not going to take no no daredevil uh, (laughs) prediction and say, yeah, more is going to start over this guy and that guy like that. That would be crazy. But it sounds about right with with Cole. But just to get Mims, this is kind of like a setback for Mims a little bit, just to kind of get his feet wet a little bit and also to develop chemistry with, with Wilson, because he had that chance with Donald and there was some plays that Mims was wide open and we're like, throw, throw the ball to him. And yeah. Donald didn't throw the ball to him. So I, I feel like, you know, this is the year that Zach Wilson could, um, you know, like I said, develop chemistry with Mims also more, and if it don't work out, if it just don't work out, then it is what it is. But, you know, I just I feel like that's why Cole was on that one year contract, too, is to see how that goes with, with Mims and, you know, to see if Cole is, is going to be, you know, decent or not. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, the second team, uh, James Morgan, quarterback, Ty Johnson, running back, Elijah Moore, Keelan Cole, Barrios. Croft, um, left tackle, which is surprising to me a little bit. Uh, Idoga, um, Alex Lewis, left guard, uh, Jimmy Murray, center, uh, Dan Feeney, right guard, right tackle, George Fant. Um, honestly, um, the one that I guess that sticks out to me, I think, is Idoga. Um, based on to me, based on the fact that they signed uh, Morgan Moses, I can definitely see them moving away from Idoga, or you know, because uh, Fant would essentially be that swing guy where he can play, you know, fill in and play either left or right um, tackle for them. Um, outside of that, you know. I'm perfectly fine with like Ty Johnson being the the, the number two guy. I, I like 
what he brought to the table last year. He showed flashes of, um, you know, being uh, a, a strong runner with, you know, with decent bursts. And he also showed decent hands, you know, especially in that Rams game, you know, like they pretty much featured him. It seemed like that whole first series and he was just moving the ball pretty much by himself. So um, I said, I have no problems with that. Um, as far as, you know, other people on the O-line, I said, I'm not too sure who um, Jimmy Murray is to even comment. Yeah, I don't even know neither. <laughs> uh, but you know, I said, other than that, like I, I don't see too many, too many things that I can at least disagree with at this point. Right. Um, I'm trying to look at who's Jimmy Murray, uh, 6'5", 305-pound guy from uh, Holy Cross. I'm, I still don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to trying to look up real quick. Uh, I think he came from the – well, this is his third season, and I think he came from the Chiefs. He actually did came from the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, like I said, we, we really don't know. Um, I, I, I think they might release Idoga. Um, uh, Ty Johnson, I can see it, but I, I can't see it. Um, cause I, I, I still feel like Michael Carter will get the shares with, with Coleman and maybe Johnson will be a third down running back. I'm not too sure about that. So, but other than that, everything else sounds, sounds right. Uh, it's a little iffy, a little shaky, but, you know, I guess it is what it is until we find out who's actually on the team and who's not. But this is what they predicted so far. Um, okay. I was going to say one thing also about, um, if I'm not, I know it's with uh, Adoga, yeah. um, the fact that uh, um, wasn't he's Mac, wasn't he's Mac, uh, Max pick? Uh, and yeah. Mac uh, pick him in the draft. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Then yeah, he's gonna be gone. <laughs> but I was gonna say that um actually um Vera Tucker has his number now because he was seventy five last year and that's what Vera Tucker's wearing. So maybe that's you know a sign that you know he'll be the first one to get moved. <laughs> Oof, that's, that's that's iffy. But yeah, so on, so on. I forgot he was Max pick, so he's one of the last people to survive but yeah he might be gone one of the first people to go um 13 mike white carter jeff smith vincent smith um lawrence cager ryan griffin cameron clark Corey levin wrote in for center uh mcdermott oh sorry mcdermott mott <laughs> right guard uh and idoga right tackle yeah. Um. As far as um, I said, only probably probably will comment on is the the wide receivers. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, if all of them still gonna be on the team, right? Yeah, because yeah. you know, if you start, if you look at the first two teams, like that's six wide receivers right there. So yeah. I don't see them carrying more than six. So I'm pretty sure a lot of that third. The third team will be either practice squad guys or just release. But you know, what I mean, um, I'm not sure exactly um, how the contracts were worked out with the two Smiths, but I know they were signed in the off season. But you know, I really don't see them actually making the 53 man roster at this point, unless some sort of injury that comes about. 
Yeah, I agree with you. They also they also have a fourteen, but yeah, it's it's a little you they you know they don't have a quarterback. So I'll, I'll just say I'll just say the names. Um, P Ryan, uh, running back, uh, wide receiver Josh Malone, uh, another wide receiver DJ Montgomery, um, another wide receiver. What's this? Oh, Manasa Bailey, uh, tight end Daniel Brown. Uh, left tackle, though he on injured reserve, Parker Ferguson, right guard, Tristan Hodge, and right tackle, Grant Grant Hermans. Yeah, I said the only one I'm going to pretty common with on, well, two, um, is one is P. Ryan, who, you know, there's a, there's a decent chance that, you know, he might be a, a, a cut coming, um, you know, when it comes down to the 53-man roster. Because, you know, with the, the three guys that, you know, at least from this depth chart that's in front of them are probably more than capable of handling the, the running back load. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other guy, which I'm pretty sure if he doesn't make the roster, will def- absolutely be a, a practice squad guy, which would be um, Tristan Hodge. You know, um, being at a coming from that BYU offensive line that was, you know, ranked. Like I said, second in um, college football last year. You know, I'm I'm eager to see like what, you know, he's going to bring to the table and 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 camp and see exactly what type of uh, impact that he can have. To, you know, to try and make the roster. Yeah, agree. Definitely agree. And you know, just like I said, this could all be changed up as we move along to the preseason. You know, guys could show out and on camp. You know. And, and all of that. So we'll definitely we'll see soon. Um let's let's do the defense since since we did the offense since uh we got we got some more time. Um the starters for the base four three defense left left defensive end. Um you got Carl Lawson, uh defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins, defensive tackle Quentin Williams, uh defensive end Vinny Curry, linebacker Blake Cashman. Linebacker CJ Mosley, linebacker Jared Davis, cornerback Bless Austin, uh, strong safety Lamarcus Jonah, uh, free safety uh, Marcus May, and the right cornerback Bryce Hall. Um, I said the only glaring guy that to me that stands out in that bunch to me in terms of uh, a starting role is uh, Blake Cashman. You know, I really don't know, you know, where he's going to fit in when it comes, you know, when it comes time. You know, he showed flashes, but that the injury bug for him, you know, it's just such a a big issue. I don't know if they're going to want to stick with him, knowing that they spent two draft picks this year on, you know, uh, Nasladeen and Sherwood you know, to potentially play that weak side role. So right. I said, it would be interesting to see, I guess, you know, once camp start to see what, um, you know, what Cashman has to offer because, you know, his, he doesn't have much to, to grade him on based on, you know, how much he's played during the regular season based on the fact that he was always injured. So um, other than that, like I can't see, you know, anyone else that 
like stand out to me. I, except for maybe rankings. I don't know if I start rankings over. Fatukasi. Um, yeah. Fatukasi, <laughs> you know, that he's been a solid um, interior guy for us. So, you know, I don't know whether if that move would just be scheme based, but I don't, that's one that I'm not sure if, you know, I see him, you know, starting over on um, Fatukasi. Right. And also, this the crazy thing is that. We we don't know if Cashman is going to be the starter or not, and it's going to be all about what what we going to see in uh, um, preseason. Because I think that that position is up the grab for for grabs as of right now. I, that's that's just my opinion, and you know it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Like like to me, it's crazy. So yeah, it's it's going to be a couple of positions up for grabs, especially on the defense. Um, second team, you got Ronald, Ronald Blair, uh, defensive end, defensive tackle, Fatu Kasi, uh, defensive tackle, Frank, uh, John Franklin Myers, uh, defensive end, Bryce Huff, linebacker, this oh, Delshawn Phillips, sorry, <laughs> linebacker, Camilo Eifert, I don't know if you've heard of him, uh, <laughs> linebacker, Noah Dawkins. Cornerback Corey Ballantyne, strong safety Ashton Davis, uh, free safety Sharad Niesman, and cornerback Jason Pennock. Um, as I said, as I mentioned before, like I said the whole Fadokasi thing. I, I see him more as that starting role. Um, as far as everyone else, um. I don't know if Valentine is going to be on the, the team. <laughs> um, you know, I said with the 53-man roster comes into play. Um, other than that, I don't know. That's, I'm not sure uh, who the Niesman nice, guy is in terms of, uh, you know, being someone that's going to um, back up May at this point. Um, I don't. I can definitely see maybe them using one of the rookies to do it since they they've played the position in terms of um Nazaldeem and Sherwood if um if they're not playing you know the weak side linebacker role agree you know like I could see them being some somehow thrown in the mix to to play you know either position based on you know schemes or you know personnel that they're looking to um, match up against um yeah. as far as um um, Eifler, you know, he was a guy that was signed off of, um, he was a, a, a free agent mm-hmm. that was signed. And from the videos, uh, you know, I was looking at him in terms of, you know, like his highlight tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw some promise from him. He, I, I thought he was more of an edge guy. And so like an outside linebacker guy, but um, I'm not sure if he, he played any, any middle linebacker. But like I said, right. from what I saw from him, he seemed to be um, a, a nice downhill, hard nosed type of player with um, some pass rush capability. So uh, I can I can see him, you know, cracking the, the the roster, especially if he you know performs well in camp. 
Right. And, you know, the crazy thing is, is that I can actually see um, Myers, you know, if he's not playing, I, I can see Myers getting more snaps. I can see, actually see him getting more snaps with the, uh, the starters. Um, so it's, it's going to be very interesting. And also it'll be very interesting to see Bryce Huff. Cause I think we saw a little bit of flashes here and there from him last season. Right. Yeah. Huff, Huff was definitely a guy that, um, seemed to, you know, have some potential and, you know, he didn't have, you know, the sacks and all that, but what he did was he did, um, you know, show some abilities to at least, uh, apply pressure, you know, to, um, to the quarterback. So, and that's, I said, that's with the type of scheme that we've run in last year. So I, I definitely see Huff as, um, you know, this being a year that he can definitely show improvement based on being in a uh, solid system. Yeah, definitely. And the third team, uh, Kyle Phillips, uh, defensive end, defensive tackle, Jonathan Marshall, um, Nathan Shepard, uh, of course, Jabari Zuniga. Um, that's one guy I think I want to see because we didn't get to see him last year. Um, middle linebacker, uh, Brendan White, um, cornerback, Brandy Ecos. Uh, of course, strong safety boy, Nasir. <laughs> I'm calling him Nasir because because I like that name. Um, <laughs> free safety, uh, Jamie M. Sherwood, uh, cornerback, Lamar Jackson. With, um, as I said, with them, the, the defensive line, I, I particularly, you know, plan on seeing, uh, well, I'm hoping that uh, Jonathan Marshall is someone that, that eventually um, cracks the roster. Like, I, I see him as, you know, from the, the tape that I've seen of him, I feel that he can definitely uh, definitely be an asset to, you know, to that defensive line as a, a rotational piece, which then leads me to say, you know, with um, Nathan Shepard, like um, I'm wondering if he's like, he's going to be one of these odd man guys, you know, between him and uh, maybe Zeninga or Kyle Phillips, because, if you think about the first um, eight guys from the first eight guys from the um, the first two squads, you know mm-hmm. they brought in Curry, they brought in Rankins, they brought in um, Blair. Yeah. So the fact that those guys brought in, you pretty much know that they're going to be uh, people that that they're going to look to, you know, have as part of the rotation. So now you're looking at, well, exactly how many people they're going to keep on. You know what I'm saying? With that being eight, I can only see them possibly adding, you know, one more guy to that. And from the third team of the four that you mentioned, like, I don't know at that point, you know, who would you keep? You know, I know with, um, based on the eligibility, you know, Jonathan Marshall would, you know, could possibly be, uh, you know, well, could end up on the practice squad. But even then, still with the other three guys, you know, Shepard has has shown promise, and I think Zuninga, he didn't really get, you know, the opportunities, um, you know, to showcase anything. If I'm not mistaken, he was injured, so right. You know, it should be this should be an interesting thing because we definitely have players along the defensive line 
that I think would be productive. It's just who will be left after they make the cuts. But I, I can see them essentially having to cut someone that would would be decent, you know? Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one. And the last one, the fourth team, you got uh, Michael Dwemfor, uh Tanzel Smart, um, defensive end, him, oops, sorry, <laughs> Ham Lacar, uh, Rasheed Sajunian, uh, to make sure I say that right, Javine, Javelin, uh, GB, what the hell, though? Sorry, oh, oh my God, I think it's Gidi, Gigi, no, I don't know. Uh, sorry about that. Elijah Campbell, Michael Carter, and Justin Hardy. Yeah, with that, um, I know Justin Hardy is going to be part of the team because, like I said, they brought him on to be that special team guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Gidry. Gidry, there you go. Thank you. Gidry. Gidry is an interesting one because I know last year towards the end of the season when they started him in the slot, he yeah. was actually ranked pretty high in terms of slot corners, I think, the second part of the season. So I'm it's, it'll be interesting to see what, you know, what comes of him because they, they brought in guys like, um, you know, the drafted on um, Brandon Ickles and, you know, Michael Carter. And I also know that um, uh, LaMarcus Joyner is someone else that also has some slot um, experience. So it should be interesting to see if, you know, exactly how they're going to um, assess assess these guys and, you know, for who's going to make the roster. Um, And lastly, I would think um, uh, Hamlikar Rashid, like yeah. he's yeah, he's a guy that I was I was looking at um you know when we we're doing a whole uh mock draft stuff. Mm. You know, he actually is a pretty decent edge rusher. Um he's a he's a long rangy guy, but he has decent speed. So um depending on you know how he performs, he might be able to beat out maybe a Zuninga or a, a uh, Kyle Phillips to maybe get one of those last spots if they're looking to carry, you know, four to five uh, edge rushers, you know, going into the season. Yeah, I think there's one player that's missing because they they uh, they were speaking high on the kid in OCAs and that's um, undrafted uh, Isaiah Dunn. I think, oh, yeah. yeah, that's one guy they they missed because they really speak spoke high on him. And they really like him, so so I think he was the only name that was missing out of all of them. But other than that, yeah, that's it. That's it for our, our preview predictions for um for our uh, Jets team. Um, like I said, it's not much news. Uh, let's before before we get into a couple of signings, let's get into some fines. Um, 49ers, Jags. They got fined. I think they let me check the numbers because I because I just had the numbers. Uh, let me see. The numbers was the numbers was basically there. You go 49ers uh, will find 100,000. Cal Shanahan, 50,000. Jaguars will find 200,000. Urban Meyer was fined 100,000. 
Cowboys, even the Cowboys got fined a hundred thousand. Mike McCarthy got fined fifty thousand for OTA violations. And then the big one, of course, is Washington football team got fined ten million dollars. What like <laughs> like what is going on with Washington football team? Like, why did they get fined ten million dollars? Yeah, those guys been having some, you know, just some issues in regards to, you know, just personnel and, you know, harassment stuff. So, you know, that's why I said, if I'm not mistaken, you know, Snyder is supposed to be um, moving aside so that, you know, someone else can start uh, controlling, you know, having more say-so in certain operations. So, you know, it's, it's no surprise. It's like, it's not it's something that's been, uh, you know, the a history over there in Washington, you know. And um in regards to the other teams, um I was seeing that not only um were these guys fine monetarily, um they're they're going to be uh forfeiting OTA practices in the following season. So if I'm not mistaken, the Cowboys would have to forfeit um, one practice and the Jaguars are forfeiting two practices. So, you know, that's something that, you know, needs, I would say is detrimental because, you know, that's one or two more days, less time that you have to acclimate your, your new players, you know, with the old players and just getting that chemistry together, you know? Yeah. I I just think that Washington football team has just been dealing with some with some with some pity pat crap for a while now. And it's it seems like it don't get no better, you know, and it's no disrespect to them or they fans. But, you know, fans at my job, because I, I live in Maryland, I'm I'm originally from New York. I was born and raised in New York, but I am. But I live in Maryland and all you have in Maryland is uh, these uh, football, Washington football team fans and Cowboys fans. And I, and they in the cafeteria laughing like, oh, we, we went to the playoffs seven to nine. And I, I don't understand what, why, what is so exciting about the seven to nine season? <laughs> yeah. Like that, that is a, that is a losing record, like to me. But I guess they they made the playoffs, so we didn't. So I guess we don't get no 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 saying that. So excuse me, but yeah, the Washington football team, uh, they they've been very critical for a while, and I'm and I'm and it's not getting no better, you know. So hopefully they'll they'll get it together. I know that uh, uh what's his name, Dan Snyder's wife, isn't she uh, CEO now too with 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 uh, her husband? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so it it's not getting no better, no better for them. So I can. So let's hope they they can get it together soon. Let's hope. I'm not. I'm not saying no nothing else. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope. Let's hope. Um, before we get into the new subject, um, for anybody that just want to know, uh, I think it's. Less than 20 days away from uh, teams report to camp. Um, it's five teams that have 85, over 85% of players with at least one shot. Um, virtually all tier one and tier two personnel are vaccinated. 
Um, 68, um, 68% of players lead wide with at least one shot. Um, and the national rate was supposed to have been 67 point, uh, 67%. So it seems like everything is a go so far for this season. So that's a good thing. Um, now this is an interesting topic. Um, Matt Jones, he has signed this contract four years, 15.6 million guaranteed. I think all of it is guaranteed and signed a bonus of 8.7 million, but also they singing him. From from what I'm hearing from, of course, you know, Patriots of, you know, Patriots reporters and and Sports Illustrators that Mac Jones and Cam Newton is competing for the starting for the starting role, quarterback role. Um, do you believe do you believe that, Kyle? And if so, who you think could win that job and why? Um, I said I've I've heard certain things. I guess that's been going on in camp. Um, one of the things that came up, which I thought was pretty interesting, is that though it was coming from an anonymous source, they were saying that um, Mac Jones is actually um, really on the same page as um, McDaniels in regards to how the offense should be run, which is an interesting thing to come out when you know that you know, Belichick is, you know, has stated, you know, that Cam is his guy. So uh, it was, it's, it'll, it should be interesting to see, I guess, exactly how that all plays out because, you know, we really don't normally hear those type of things come out of uh, New England, you know, because, you know, Belichick normally runs a tight ship. So for something like that to come out, you it should be interesting to see whether if it's actually factual or not, or, you know, if it's just somebody, you know, looking for, you know, a moment to, to speak to somebody and maybe get in as a source or something, you know? Correct. And to me, this, this is very um, interesting to talk about because I have said last season that, you know, it was no disrespect to Cam Newton but I felt like Cam Newton just didn't fit in that New England system. It like like when we saw him with the Panthers, we saw him do his thing, except for the 2019 season. He only played two games. Um, when we saw him in New England, it, he did. I'm not going to say he did good or he did below average 2,657 yards. Um, eight touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Um, we could say he didn't have no receivers and, and all of that. But at the same time, I don't think that Cam Newton is that guy that's, that could be that starter for them. You know, like start start fresh. Like at this point, start fresh. And I think Mac Jones could be that guy. And I think they're going to battle it until preseason for Belichick to, you know, to see who really gets that job. I still think I still think Belichick. I still I still think Mac Jones will fit that system perfectly, and I think Mac Jones will be the will be that next guy, that next guy for the Patriots. And I and um and I know we're not supposed to speak positively, you know, positive on the um the Patriots, but at the same time, I think that was the right team for the, for Jones. Um, I know Kyle was pissed off at that, and. <laughs> 
And if we do see Jones succeed, then Kyle's, Kyle Kyle could be the one that I told you so, <laughs> and that's real. Yeah, like I said it's um, like I said based on just how that system is over there. Like I said, I can see uh, Mac Jones flourishing in it. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of uh, Cam, I, I will give him some sort of a a, a break because of just the way he came in last year, you know, yeah. and he, he mentioned in interviews in regards to how the, the offense, the offense is, um, the offense is, I, I should say, is designed, you know, in terms of play calling and stuff, which leads to, you know, having to have a bit of a, a, a you know, a learning curve in terms of, you know, get it under your belt. So with the way, things went with COVID and everything like Mm -hmm. he came in, you know, with a bit of a handicap in terms of trying to be, you know, that guy. So, correct. um, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens in camp with him. You know, uh, he is a Patriot, you know, so I don't wish him too much luck, but just as, you (laughs) you know, a guy that's, that's been productive, you know, in the season, you don't want to just see him go out like that because, to me, I think there is some unjust, uh, how should I say, unjust judgments based on him as a as a person that follows over to people's critique of him as a football player. So, yeah, no, but just with that, I would just at least like for him to be, you know, successful in that. Point, you know. Yeah, no, I agree to that. And speaking of Patriots, um, Nikhil Harry requested a trade. Uh, not too much going on. This supposed this supposed to be his third season. Um, if 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 he was to get traded, uh, what what uh, what package could you see him getting uh, traded for? And also, could do you think that he's a, a first round bust? Um. I don't know, because I said, again, being in that Patriot offense, I don't know what, you know, how much of it is that and how much of it is him as, you know, a player. Because we didn't really get to see much of him, you know, based on the fact that he's been injured. So I wouldn't write out, call him a bust at this point. But, you know, as, as of right now, like, you know, all the cars are starting to line up to, you know, at least make that uh, a very probable, you know, outcome for him. Yeah. And if anything, I could see him being released before even getting traded. It all depends on what his contract is, for one. And for two, um, he only got all together, he got what, 45 catches, 414 yards in his two seasons so maybe he does need to be with a new team to maybe try to get some type of flourish because you just don't be a first round um first round guy for no reason you know i just never i like 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 last season have you even heard his name at all even when even when they uh played the jets have you even heard his name one time no because i said he he was (laughs) yeah and then um I said right I, if I'm looking at it right now his his cap hit for this year is so about two point seven so it's oh, not like yeah. he's not movable but um yeah. 
Yeah, I don't I don't see anybody that's right out that's going to be like, all right, we need to use draft capital or anything like that to to get a guy that's um has the type of uh injury history that, you know, that he has. Right. So he he, he 2.7 million to Belichick is nothing. You, you want to talk to him that way, you're gonna get released quickly. <laughs> so yeah, we'll 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 take he's he's saying we'll take that L. It's you you you're nothing. Like let's see if you could get signed with another team. Even if he does get signed, it might be to a practice squad and he'll have to work his way up. Yeah. And I said it yeah. um, it's also um I'm saying this would be post. Yeah, he has a bit of a um, he has a negative uh, cap saving. So even if they do move him, they're gonna lose out on some money. So I don't I don't know how exactly that's going to um, you know, factor in in terms of them looking to move him. Oh shit! I'm about to say, man. Listen, you saw you saw what the Jets did with uh. What's the guy? God damn it. How the fuck did I forget his name? Excuse my language. How, how did I forget his name already? Um, the guy from uh, Florida that uh, Mac drafted third round and got released. What was his name? The defensive defensive oh, to the guy. Yeah. You, um... you know exactly what I'm talking about. He got released like <laughs> after the preseason and everybody was shocked. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about because I, I was oh my gosh, I guess I just can't think of his name right now. <laughs> like that's the like that's the crazy thing is that that I remember we was having conversations about him. Let me see this. <laughs> okay, so Jakar Polite. There you go. Polite, yeah. Jakar Polite. Oh my goodness. I'm so mad because you used to we used to say it and look at that. We don't forgot him already. <laughs> Oh my God. I just remember that when they draft him, you know, people, you know, we was like, oh, okay, you know, he looks, he looks decent. And then yeah. all of a sudden they released him after preseason. I was like, what? Like, what the hell happened? Yeah, he he definitely um he definitely looked apart in terms of his tape. Cause I, like I said, I was looking at him, I was like, okay. Uh, when I when I heard that they picked him, I was like, okay, not a bad guy, but mm-hmm. he just never panned out on the next level. Damn, damn, that sucks for him. That really sucks for him. That sucks for him, man. Um, let's let's move along to uh, Aaron Rodgers' update. Um, I know, oof, Aaron Rodgers basically he's he's just saying that um, there's still no trade talks and there's no opt out op- option. Um, Rogers update said, said was like, we'll see if he, if he reports to camp at this point, Kyle, you know, with the Packers not in the trade talks and Rogers not, uh, being opt out or anything like that. Um, do you see Rogers playing with the Packers, um, before, um, sorry, do you see Rogers playing with the Packers this season? Um, at this point, I would say there's maybe a small possibility, like, If I'm not mistaken, I know there was a point in time where, you know, if he was the opt out, I think he was going to get like 18 million or something like that. But um, I don't know. I don't like I said. I don't know if at this point if he's he's gonna uh, 
sit out. You know, I doubt I doubt that. So I'm saying most likely we should see him, you know, playing. And maybe they knew something when um when we was doing the you know the 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 win predictions that they had, <laughs> you know, Green Bay at 10. You know, say so maybe someone knew something that, you know, the likely didn't was know. <laughs> I, I knew when they I heard that 10, I was like, wait, who with, with what quarterback are they talking about? Because I knew <laughs> you know, his name wasn't going to be that dude. So, um, yeah, I, I, I believe he's going to play. And I said, honestly, based on the type of competitor he is, you know, I can mm-hmm. see him just sucking it up and playing. So, right. And then, and, and the Packers need him, hands down. They, they need, they need him. They need Rodgers. Yeah. So, so just, just give the man what he wants, and just let him do, let him do what he got to do, and make y'all a, uh, make y'all a Super Bowl contender. Because basically, when Rogers is there, there to me, there they could be a Super Bowl contender. You know, so it all, it just all depends on if Rogers want to play or not. Yep. And um, the last, um, my last topic for the day for this episode is Lamar Jackson has been talking with the Ravens on a possible uh, mega deal, but he's doing it with no agent. So if Lamar Jackson, quarterback Ravens, pulls this deal off with no agent, could we possibly see, could we possibly see quarterbacks doing, doing contracts like this without an agent? Um. I said it could it could possibly set a movement in that in that you know in that direction, you know. Um, but you gotta think about at the end of the day, once once certain contracts are set, you kind of get a feel of what other contracts are gonna be based on the ones that exist already. So you know, when they go to the table, they're looking at the DAX you know, the Dak Prescott contract, they're looking at the Mahomes contract and they're, you know, using that as a, you know, as a baseline to say, okay, well, why should we give this guy, you know, the money that they're asking for? So to me, as I said, I'm not sure as far as, you know, as I'll say outside of the actual work itself, you know, being that the lawyer aspect and the paperwork aspect of, you know, that agents, uh, you know, you know, agents perform, you know, I can see players starting to like do stuff for themselves, you know, especially, you know, for ones that have actually gotten contracts already. Like once you've seen, um, dealt with somebody and got one contract already, you know, and you put out there and you put out a uh, tape to show you know, what you're able to do and, you know, you have the accolades to go to back up some of the, you know, the requests that you're making at that point, the, the agent is just the middleman being the voice. Mm. And the crazy thing is, is that what, what other player has done a contract and gambled on himself other than Richard Sherman? Um, as I said, it's been a while. I I know, in terms of doing their own contract, didn't um, you know, back in the day, didn't uh, 
Teddy Bruschi do his own contract? Did he? Did I know, he? Of, I know it was one of the, the Patriot linebackers that, you know, decided, okay, no, I'm going to negotiate my own contract. I mean, but I, I know, I, as far as I know, I don't, that's not something that's a, a common practice. So. Mm-hmm. Right. But overall, I, you don't see too much of that. Yep. Bruce, Bruschi. Yep. You're right. Bruschi. Uh, it was 2004 signed the four-year extension back then he, he he was his own agent yeah like, yeah so that that's crazy so <laughs> i don't i don't know what what makes them what makes them do it um or motivate them or even have the time to do that <laughs> but <laughs> lamar jackson but you know lamar jackson contract this contract is going to be huge whatever it is uh, you know, because of Mahomes and and Watson, their contract was huge. What 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 is Lamar Jackson going to get out of his contract, and what's the you know what's the numbers going to look like? Yeah, I said I I can see it somewhere, you know, in between. Honestly, I would say at least of what what Dak got, like because you know what I'm saying Lamar has been has been that dude for, you know, for the Ravens. And he's been that dude with less weapons than Dak had. You know, Lamar's mm. biggest uh, target is is Andrews, who's not the, right. the most, you know, gifted of, of tight ends, but he's just someone that gets the job done. So if he can have that type of productivity with Andrews being his top guy and really no outside help, you know, and to think of what he was able to accomplish, you know, he, he they made playoffs, you know, mm-hmm. he, you know, set and, like, didn't he have some outrageous record of, like, 60-something touchdowns with, like, no turnovers in the red zone or something like that? Like, yeah. the kids can play, you know what I mean? And, but then you have people, like, idiot people, I'm going to say it's right out, idiot people, like, <laughs> Bucky Brooks that's going to tell <laughs> give up on Lamar and draft a new quarterback. Like, are you kidding me? Are you serious now? Like, one of the most dangerous offensive weapons right now in the league, you're telling them give up on to get a rookie that they have no clue of, you know, what they're going to get from the guy. Right. Like, that just made zero sense to me. About to say they had that, yeah, it kind of didn't make no sense to me neither. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. And you know, and Lamar Jackson, he he does, he does, he does get the job done. He, you know, finally got that that playoff win. Um, because y'all know I went against you, so my apology. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you got that playoff win, and you know, he's very talented. Um, I if. To me, if if he don't get Dak Prescott, he's going to get at least close to Watson. Watson's money, um, not not Mahomes' money, but Watson's money, and he and he deserve it. You know, you come in, you come into that team, and you you don't ex- and people certain certain people didn't expect him to do good because he was like right there, the down at the bottom, you know, down at the barrel. Like, like, should he be that top quarterback of that draft? Like, um, of that draft with Donald and them? Didn't he? Wasn't he in with the class with Donald and them? Yeah, 
he, he absolutely, like I said, from, from day one, I, I always felt that we should have never traded those picks. Kept number six, draft Quinnen, Quinnen um, Nelson, and had did the same thing and traded up in the first round because we had the picks. We had, um, you know, two, two um, what do we gave up for Donald? Three number two picks? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so we could have used at least two of them to move back up into the, the, the first round. To um to pick up Jackson probably around the same time where where Baltimore did. So yeah, and I was big on Quentin Williams. Well, I'm Quentin Nelson. Sorry, not Williams. I was big on on Nelson. I swear that's who I really wanted. I didn't want them to get a quarterback. I don't know why. I was big on Nelson, and I knew and I knew Nelson was talented. So when the Colts got him, I was I was just upset. I was just like, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and also I think the Jets did gave a first round. They actually they it was one first and two seconds. No, so remember, was, they had remember they had that number six pick. Right. So they they gave up three three number twos. It was two and eighteen, and I think they gave up one and nineteen. So so they only gave so so they didn't give out their first they first round pick. No, no, the first round pick was included. So they gave up number so six. They, Oh my freaking gosh. This is why I was so pissed off about the Donald about Donald getting drafted. Oh man. And I'm I will speak on that another time. I'm 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 not gonna I'm not gonna play Monopoly here and, and I'm not gonna do it do it to y'all. So that's it for our podcast. Um please make sure to please make sure to um leave us some leave us some ratings, um some feedback. Uh you can also check us out on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast. Um, and if you got any questions or you want to send us a message, hit us on Gmail, podcast number one at gmail.com. We do this for y'all every week. Until next week, we're taking flight. Take flight.